Uh, I just believe in the process, and we're, we're going to win going through the process. Now, Bill's Mafia. It's time for the main event. So sit back and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast, build news with the UK twist, and we kick off draft season. Now you notice Alex isn't here, but I'm joined by Stuart Taylor, who was from the 99, is it 99 Yards, isn't it? 99 it Yards, is, yeah. Um, who is a draft expert and um, recently had your virtual um, credentials for the uh, for the Senior Bowl. So he's come nicely on to join us as she, uh, and kick off our draft season. So... Stuart, thank you very much for, for coming on the show. Yeah, it's great. Thanks very much for inviting me to come on. It's a pleasure to talk football with some new guys um, that I've not chatted with before. So, yeah, thanks thanks for inviting us to be part of your show. So, the first thing I want to know, and obviously what our uh, listeners will know, is how did you get into to scouting? And obviously, big question is, what uh, what team do you follow? Um, we'll address the elephant in the room in the first one. So, I don't know if I'm going to ever be allowed back on you podcast again but uh, yeah sadly I'm a Miami Dolphins fan so AFC East rivals um, and <laughs> uh, probably some of your listeners will be asking why have you got a Dolphins fan on here but we'll skip to that part we'll skip over that and yeah get onto the onto the main crux of, of stuff <laughs> yeah so so really um the game part I'd been writing for 99 yards for a little bit of time with with the NFL stuff mainly and um just over a year ago um Owen who is one of our guys who's the who's the draft real expert had got potential for some senior bowl virtual credentials mm. and um took him up on that opportunity to to do that and it kind of just really spiraled from there so it's not it's not been a huge amount of time i've been doing it but um we started off there and then we launched our draft talk uh, podcast um by this time last year as well and it's just kind of grown from there and it's become a bit of an obsession for myself and the guys moving on from there yeah no i i i i I've always said I want to try and get into the scouting side. I mean, I do the odd bits and bobs here and there, um, but mainly is just picking off from draft sites like 99 Yards, um, like Draft Network and all that. So definitely something I've, I've always tried to get myself into. So, I mean, I guess it takes a lot of uh, dedication on the, uh, in, the, uh, in the draft season, even in the, um, in the college season, the NFL season, I'm assuming. Yeah, it does. I mean, it, it, time eats away at you. you. You're constantly on the on the look for for players and, and write up, and, it, and it's a it's a huge learning process. I mean, the, there's guys who've been doing this for for years and years, and there's always yeah. something new to learn, some new positions to learn about, and and it's just an evolving evolving interest really. And um, yeah, it's great fun. Um, doesn't mean you're going to get it right every time. Nobody <laughs> does, but uh, yeah, it's it's good fun, and 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 we thoroughly enjoy it as a group. We have a good laugh doing it as well. We can't all be a Mel Kuyper, can we, and try and predict everything, uh, everything correctly and, and all that. But it's 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 good fun. As I say, I, I'm glad you guys enjoy it. Um, I do like listening to, con- to the content and actually reading the content and obviously what others do. And I think it's really it really just broaden what um what fans can can do other than just sit down and watch a uh, watch a game. So. I mean, I'm glad to have you on the show to, to kick off our draft um, our draft uh, series. So, now, before we get to the the, uh, the senior bowl, which obviously I said you had your credentials, there's a couple I want to people. I've, I've given you the name, so he's hopefully all prepared um, for this one from the East Shrine game. And the first one is um, Bamadili Olasemi from um, from Utah Utes, and this guy defensive tackle. And is a Brit. I mean, 
is there anything you can shed light on on uh, Bam and Dealey? Um, where would he actually project in the um, in the NFL? Yeah, I mean, looking at him, he's a player I, I don't know a huge amount about. I must admit, he's not one of the most um, rated guys at the moment as yet. But um, he, the, the one thing I will say about him is he's an absolute monster. He's, he's a huge guy, six six foot eight. Um, I think he would, if he was to enter the NFL, he would probably have one of the largest wingspans in the NFL. His, his arm length is massive, which is which is a big thing for for offensive tackles when you're looking at them. You'll probably see when we're covering the Senior Bowl, people get very into arm length measurements and yeah. things as well. When you're when you're looking at particularly offensive linemen, arm length is is something that the teams do covet. Um, I think he's a guy who's not been playing football for that long. You know, being a Brit, he's he's not he's not played for years like some of these guys and although he's ended up at a reasonably big program in Utah um, they, they had a pretty good season and he, and he played 14 games um, for them over the course of the year so he definitely has something about him to be playing at, at that level for that length of the team I, th- I think he very much um, projects as a as a, pros- a, a project um, yeah. for, for some teams you're probably if you you know his his size and measurables are, are, are going to teams are going to like that but mm. I think you think he's still a, a very raw prospect and I think that um you know you're, you're looking at late rounds if someone's going to draft him and and looking at that kind of things I don't think he's going to be anywhere near the the, the kind of top end but you know yeah. he's somebody maybe to keep an eye on that you know if he might land on a team that, that invest a lot in him and you, and you could see him do well for himself but I think it, I think it's going to be difficult it's a really crowded um offensive line um, group this year, um, but it, British fans we always want to see British guys doing yeah. well, and 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 I suspect that's why you brought his name up as well, and the fact that you can't miss him, the the size of him. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see what what he does, and you know he's he's obviously been at the the Shrine Bowl games as well. You know those kind of invites are, are big for players, the All Star games, and you know there, there'll be some scouts there who who've taken a shine to him and think that they could have something to work with there. Yeah, and obviously not the only Brit on there. Obviously, we've got David um, Kajabo, who more likely going to be in play for you guys um, uh, a little bit higher up in the uh, in the thing. So it's nice to have at least two Brits in that um, in the draft and actually draft double. Obviously, we've had um, Effie Obada come in through the International Pathway Programme, and I can't really think of the last last actual naturalised Brit that actually got drafted in the um, in the NFL. I think it's pushing. Few years, way few years back, isn't it? Yeah, and I mean, certainly from from my point of view, David Ojabo, you just touched on there. We'll we'll talk about him. Um, being a hometown guy, he's from originally from Nigeria, but lived in Aberdeen. That's where where I'm from, the Aberdeen area. So definite eyes on him as well. Yeah, so he 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 will be someone who will be troubling the top end of the draft, no doubt. Come come April time. There's one other guy from the Shrine game who actually did get a um, a call up to the um, to the Senior Bowl, and I hope this would be the great link for it. It's um, wide receiver Jaquez Ezard. Now we obviously Sam um, Sam Houston State was with uh, Howard 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 Bison's um, previously. What could you see as a role for him? I think more of a slot guy. Do you think he's more of like a, if we're using the Bills reference here, like a Isaiah McKenzie or Cole Beasley type guy? Yeah, I mean, certainly he is a guy who's, is not the biggest guy. He's about five nine, five ten. He's measuring, depending on whose measurements you, you want to look at, um, at a reasonable kind of size of about just a bit under the 200 pound mark as well. So he's a guy who is one of the, um, the top F- FCS 
um, receivers. Um, I think he he's made a lot of the, the All-American teams in, in that level um, as a punt uh, returner as well. So I think that might be where initially if he's going to find himself on a team that covering punts might be somewhere that he starts. Um, yeah. He's had a good... Um, average and, and, and doing that so I, I think again he's a t he's somebody who might be a, a prospect and, and that would be what i would think that he would be looking to get into the nfl level at in in that punt return game and you've seen guys who have started off as kick return specialists go on and make careers for themselves you think of yeah. julian edelman that's yeah. where he started off with it with the patriots so again you never know um where, where these guys can end up if they if they pay the dues and do well so he's someone that I think that that's where we'd probably be looking at him to to maybe start making a name for himself if he's going to do that early. Yeah. So so Senior Bowl, one of the biggest events of the year. Obviously, it gets planned a year in advance on the watch list. Obviously, for, from your from your own personal experience, you said you did last year and this year with the virtual um, credentials. How did that? How was that for you? I mean, you obviously got pretty much most access to quite a lot of stuff. I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean the, the the majority of the stuff comes in the form of the of the drill tapes. Um, you know, we get photos and press interviews and things through through in the portal. But the 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 game tape, the sorry, the the one on one drill tapes, the, the team drill tapes, the seven on seven tapes, and you're getting that from from multiple views, multiple angles. Um, you know, to to do with as you wish in, in study and view. So so it's really interesting to see um where 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 different plays and different players move around and how that works from different angles and things as well just to see who is is really doing well so that's kind of the main thing we've we've had the, the access to and it's been really been really useful for evaluating how these guys have been doing in practice awesome so from practice and into the into the game who really stood out in that um and who's going to earn that money and actually improve their draft um draft uh, stock uh from um, that game Sure. So, so for me, the the one guy who is probably is probably going to make a good coin from that is uh, Jermaine Johnson, the, the edge rusher from FSU. I think he was kind of a possibly a fringe first round guy for, for some people, and um, but he he was probably the standout guy for me in all the practice drills. Um, he he just looked a class apart. He he didn't really have any difficulty with a lot of the offensive linemen, and I wouldn't be surprised if I saw him go mid teens or, or higher. Um, in, in the draft now there's always teams looking for that um, elite positions a pass rusher a tackle cornerback if you're not looking for a quarterback and I think he's the one who did himself an absolute world of good and um, he was the real standout prospect for me yeah I mean it's good the fact that I think it's quite deep in a, in a, in a fair few of the um, draft positions you said earlier the offensive um, defensive tackles um uh, D line is a bit um, it's a bit crowded, so it's all it's all good. Nice to see that we've got quite a lot of um, depth. So teams with multiple multiple picks and multiple um, what was it? What, what's the best word? Um, holes can actually yeah. fill up, and you won't just get a good player in round one, round two. The way it is, you could actually see them going like round three, round um, round four. I mean, Travis, Travis Jones, the um, defensive line, interior defensive line from UConn, I'm assuming he, he's going to be, he's gone from what, fourth up to probably much second, maybe borderline first. Yeah, I mean, he was a guy, another guy who, who excelled, in, in particularly in the one-on-one -on -one drills as well. He was, he was constantly walking the, 
the centre or the the guard, whoever he was against, right back into the quarterback. Um, and he, he was a real, real disruptive influence. When I mean, you're looking at teams, not only from getting pressure off the edge, but collapsing the pocket around the quarterback as well, he he, he did himself um, no end of favours. And, and I think at looking at interior guys as well, another one who was really very good was Perry on Winfrey, um, the, the defensive lineman from Oklahoma. I think he also had himself a really good week in that role as well. So th- those are a couple of guys of the, of the interior defensive ones you maybe, maybe people want to go and have a look at and see what they could offer offer the team go back and have a look at their their college careers. I think they're guys who who teams will will set up and take notice of. Yeah. So anyone anyone else really that, that stood out? I mean, obviously, I'd, I'd love to talk quarterbacks, but I don't think uh, at the moment the Bills are in um, dire need of a uh, of a quarterback right now. I mean, that there, there were a couple other names. I don't know if they made that much of an impression on you. I mean, obviously, um, uh, Damian Price from from Florida, uh, Calvin Austin. They've been raved in, um, raved in, uh, in practice in there. Are there any others really see their, um, their stock, stock rising? Yeah. yeah, the one for me, and you'll see on, on the, not only on the practice tape, but he stood out on the, on the game tape as well, was Boye Maffey, an yep. edge rusher from Minnesota. Um, he was a guy who we talked about just the week before the Senior Bowl on our podcast about being a guy to look out for, um, who, who's a really explosive edge rusher, um, really fast, quick first step. Um, able to get round around the outside of a tackle, and he was awesome in the in the one on one drills. And you also saw it in the game as well. He got a couple of sacks. He was quite yeah. disruptive as well. So he was a guy I, th- I think did really well from the defensive side of the ball. And we're talking a lot about defensive players because I think the defenses were were the winners really mostly um, over the senior bowl week. But um, wide receiver as well, Christian Watkins from NDSU and North Dakota State. Um, yeah. I think he was he was a guy who, who particularly Sean during the practice he didn't have a huge amount to do in the game he had he had one reception um, overall in the game but you could see that the um, opposing defenses were really targeting shutting him down which again created space for you saw on the, the Trey McBride touchdown um, he, he, everyone seemed to think he was going to be the target and I think it was Ritter uh, rolled out to his right and an easy pass to to McBride for the touchdown really because the defense were, were focusing on what 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 can um, Watson was doing here. So he, he was somebody, again, who, who stood out really well. Yeah. So whose stock um, plummeted? I mean, obviously, you've got, you're going to have some of these big um, big names in there, ones that have been talked out um, during the college season. They say, yeah, they're going to be round one, round two guys. Is there anyone that really had their, had a hit um, taken from that, um, from the senior bowl practice and that, that, you could see them either falling out the first two rounds. Yeah, I think it's difficult to say anyone is so badly affected by a couple of weeks of practice that they would completely teams would completely rip up what they do draft wise because obviously these guys have got have got tape as well and you want to watch you know tape is is really important for these guys. Um, but I thought there was a couple of guys who maybe disappointed me rather than saying that they're going to completely crash the draft stock. One was uh, Daniel Falele. And the mm-hmm. another monstrous guy who's a he's a tackle from um, Minnesota. He's an Australian. He's a convert to to American football. He's he's a big six eight three hundred eighty pound guy. But he was um, in in the game tape and the in the team drills. He did much much better. It was on the one on one drills when he, when he struggled. The likes of Maggie Sanders and Jesse Luketa really embarrassed him at times. Had him on his uh, had him on his backside a couple of times as well. Um, he did improve as the week went on, but he's been talked about in, in circles as a, as a first round 
um, pick. I think he maybe just showed that he's got a, a little bit more to go. Um, but again, we shouldn't just really throw everything to the um, throw them to the wolves just for for some less than stellar practice. And what I guess is a really high pressure environment for these guys. Um, you know, they're putting everything on the line to try and be noticed, and sometimes that that can just get to guys in, in that kind of environment. So he he was one. Um, quarterbacks i know you, it's not bills really you don't you don't yeah. really care about quarterbacks you've got one of the best in the leagues but you know good luck to you <laughs> but uh, yeah for, for me and the quarterbacks i thought carson strong wasn't mm. i was expecting more from him he's got a, a big guy with a really strong arm he just underwhelmed a little bit but again the quarterback shakeup is there's still more to come out of this. I don't think the senior bowl has has definitely nailed on who's the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, whatever you want to go with it. But I would have maybe liked to see a little bit more from him as well. Yeah. So who is so I'll, I'll, I'll be interested. Who is your number one quarterback? Well, for me, um, and this put might be, be be controversial. One, yeah, you put me on the spot. I have I've gone round full circle on this one. I started off yeah. with the number one. I've gone all the way around the house and ended back up with the same number one. So for me at the moment, it's Sam Howell. Yeah. Um, from a, the the Tar Heels. Yeah. Um, I think that he had a solid senior bowl. Um, his twenty twenty one was not nearly as good as his twenty twenty. Um, but he did show that he. He's got good running ability, which is, is kind of surprised a lot of people. Um, I think a lot of that was because he didn't have much other option. I mean, he lost pretty much all of his weapons um, mm-hmm. going into into the season. He had the two two running backs, one who's starting for the Jets. Um, we'll not say them too loudly. And we've also got, um, yeah, the, the guy who's playing for the Bill um, the Broncos, Javante Williams. Um, yep. They were his two main running backs. And he also lost his two main wide receivers as well, and Diami Brown and Daz Newsom. So he had a lot of losses. Um, so coming round to things, I think he's still my QB1, but I'm saying I think there, there's gonna, probably going to, that's probably going to change quite a bit um, over yep. time. I don't, I don't think he's certainly a consensus. I don't think there is a consensus QB1. Um, I think a lot of people will have liked how Malik Willis has done over the last few weeks and his he's probably got the highest ceiling of all the quarterbacks but for me this there's still work to do there as well yeah so let's let's talk um bills obviously we're going to obviously talk realistic fits um we would all most bills would love to get a um a uh what's the guy's name? i can never pronounce the guy's name out of um out of oregon um what was it the, the uh, cave on thibodeau that's the one. That's the one. Yeah, you're not getting him. <laughs> he's, he's gone. He's well long. Unless you trade up, he's gone. Yeah, we'd love to get guys like um, that. But obviously, doing how well we're actually um, doing recently, what what would you see the realistic um, fits if we just go with um, with obviously number twenty five? Yeah. Who would you see the realistic so, fits with um, with with any sort of position really? Yeah, so I think I think the Bills pro- probably for me have have three kind of main areas you might be wanting to target. But again, you're much more of a Bills fan than me, obviously. So so you'll kind of know that. But I think probably interior defensive line, interior offensive line, and cornerback are the three kind of groups that stand out for me. Yeah. So depending on again, it depends on the way the board falls, and it depends what teams are wanting. But if if you're looking at interior offensive linemen for example i wonder if someone like zion johnson mm. um from boston college might be available at 25 could be he could be in play i think he's 
Um, he was another one in the senior bowl who did really, really well. And I think could just play guard immediately in the NFL level. Um, positional value-wise, a player that I absolutely love um, is Tyler Linderbaum from Iowa, the centre. Um, but again, it depends if, if a team's really like him, he's maybe going to go higher, but positional value, he may fall. So 25 could be a, a realistic range for the for the Bills. Yep. Um, cornerbacks, it's quite a good cornerback class this year as well. And again, it depends on who goes where. I, th- I think maybe... Um, guys like Sauce Gardner and Derek Stingley might be off the board by the time you, you're wanting to pick. But at the, the again, first-rounder level players, you might think of someone like Trent McDuffie from Washington, yeah. um, Kyer Elam from Florida. Yeah. Uh, going a bit of left field, maybe um, Darion Kendrick from Georgia. Again, he's a guy who um, had his issues at Clemson, transferred to Georgia, has won a national championship. Um, so, the, so those are guys who might be in that range that if they if they're wanting to look at a cornerback and interior defensive line, there's been a lot of chatter about um, Demarvin Leal falling in the draft. He was really way up in the um, top four or five, six picks a few months yeah. ago. I've seen him be mock drafted in, in the second round um, recently. So. Um, you know, if, if Bills like what they see with him, he could be someone who could fall to them. Or you've also got guys like Devontae Wyatt um, in the interior from um, Georgia. He could be a, a nice partner for Ed Oliver um, in the centre of that defence. And yeah, so so there's like, and Gary, a couple of the guys we mentioned, if you want to think about later, like um, Travis Jones or, or Perry and Winfrey, if you're thinking second round, maybe guys, those are guys, I think those are all realistic targets for the Bills. And again, yeah. I don't know what, obviously you've got Stefan Diggs and I don't know what the contract situation is like with the rest of your wide receivers, about whether that could be a position to target as well. If I think it is going to be a um, a, a sneaky need for us, because we've got um, McKenzie's on, uh, is a free agent, uh, Beasley, we've really got Beasley, Diggs and Davis at the moment. We've got yeah. Kumaro, Stevenson, so as backups on there. So, yeah, wide receiver will be yes. sneaky. So, so maybe maybe later rounds, that might be something to, to think about targeting for the Bills is, um, you know, there's, there's always a stack of good wide receivers yeah. um, day two onwards. What was, what was your fit? Would, would you see a guy like, um, if we go wide receiver, a, like a guy like Traylon Burks, does, does his skill set really match up? To, everyone obviously tries to think he's more, He's what six three, two hundred and twenty odd pounds, pretty much yeah. a similar sort of build to to Metcalf. Is is there similarities in there? Would he really be a a good fit for the Bills? He's got <laughs> he's got the speed, a little bit of speed on there, and yeah, I think the the thing that we saw a lot out of him is he's played out of a lot of the backfield in Arkansas. Mm. So you might get a some Debo Samuel vibes from some people, and the way he's played for um. San Francisco, particularly yeah. on, the, on the playoff run as well. Um, but Burks, is he's, he's a big guy. He, he can play on the outside. He, I've seen him play some snaps in the slot as well. Um, again, if you want to take a wide receiver in the third round, is he still there at 25? I, I think there might be some teams who, who see him. But again, the wide receiver group's a funny group. There's, yeah. I don't think there's a consensus yet. This is your one, two, three. You know, yeah. I've seen people have their five as their one, their one as their six. You know, it's... It's a really mixed group. And again, the, the, the board, I think, this year is going to fall in some funny ways. Um, we've seen, you've seen in a lot of the recent years, the, the draft boards, people can probably 
have a rough go at the first 10 to 15 and be not far off. Mm. This year, it could be very different. I've seen loads of different opinions on, on how it could go, particularly because I think the quarterback group is not as strong as maybe other years when you could really say, right, one, two, three, four, you know, there's going to be four yeah. quarterbacks gone there. You know, like last like last year, there was three gone in the first three picks. We're not going to see that this year. So, again, it depends on, on what teams are really wanting. Yeah. So, one last question on there. Who are the under the radar prospects? Now, this could be from round one, two, seven, that Bills fans should really look out for. One that um to think, okay, they've never thought of this guy. Um, and they could be a um intriguing prospect for the um for the Bills. I say it could be from round one to round seven. There are a couple of uh, couple of guys that really make yeah. you, make it under the radar. Yeah, one that I'm thinking of first off is um, Mario Goodrich, he's a guy that I've, I've talked quite a bit about. Um, a cornerback from Clemson, you'll see a lot of people talking about Clemson's quarterback, but not Tim. We're talking about mm-hmm. Andrew Booth Jr. Um, but I think for Goodrich, he, he's, a, he's a player that, um, again, if you've got corner each, he could be a good co- uh, CB2. Um, he's, he's a good run defender. He's a very good tackler, which a lot of the, the cornerbacks sometimes lack a bit. Um, he, he, he's good in man and zone. Um, he, he can, he's quite sticky with with the receivers as well. Um, didn't see as much kind of at the, the senior bowl as maybe we do, but he's he's a player maybe to look out for for later on. Um, and another one who who stood out quite well in the senior bowl was um, Jalen Talbert, the wide yeah. receiver. He was a hometown guy from Southern Alabama. Um, South Alabama, he's a mobile guy, so he, he actually played really well in the senior bowl. He's a lot of good reps from him as well. Um, he's maybe not in the, the top of everyone's lists for receivers, but day, day two guy, you, you might be able to pick up him as someone that the that might fit with what the um what the Bills like doing. Yeah. So just quick, um, I've got I've got one guy I do I do like, and one I know. Um, a mate of mine, he's uh, he's been raving about uh, quite recently. Um, for him, I think I mentioned it earlier, it was um, Damian um, Damian Price from um, from Florida. Mine is um, the defensive back from Tennessee, Alonte Taylor. Okay. Well, they. What what are your views on on that? And they are they ones that you really could be fit in with the um, with the Bills or even fit into the NFL as as a whole? I know Pierce. Um, yeah. Is it Pierce or Price? It's Pierce, isn't it? Yeah, it's he's now. So thinking about um, your guy, Alonte Taylor, I think he is a guy who um, will probably see a team as a special teamer first off. Mm. Um, he's a guy who he's he's a good athlete. He's he's better in kind of zone reads from from what I've seen of him. He's not a player I've studied in a huge depth. Cornerback is not my uh, my forte of, of studying, shall I say, at the moment. So, um, but I think he is a player who could could see the field, and I think I would need a a couple of years to to develop into that starting guy. Might see some reps initially. Um, but yeah, again, certainly a guy who probably make it into day three, day two, possibly as a, as a third rounder. And um, so I think he he's someone certainly that, yeah, I mean, he, he's got enough tools to to do a good job. Um, Damien Pierce from Florida is a, is a running back who um, my colleague Owen has, has really liked um, watching in particular. 
Um, he's a guy from Florida who um, is, is a good pass protector, um, better than good pass protector. And we saw that in the drills at the Senior Bowl as well, which is a characteristic that a lot of people sometimes forget about with, with running backs. They want to look at the um, explosive plays or the catching out of the backfield, but he really stood up very well in the pass protection drills, which was really nice to see. Um, uh, he's good between the tackles. Um, and again, he's, he's played a lot on special teams as well. Uh, he's, he's a reasonable pass catcher. So he's got a little bit of everything about him as well. And I think he, again, is somebody who you're probably looking at into kind of maybe a third, fourth kind of round. Difficult yeah. to say where, where some of these running backs go. Again, he's someone who did himself absolutely no harm at all at the senior bowl. Mm. Well, I mean, Stuart, thank you very, very much for, for coming on, talking um, talking senior bowl, talking names for for Bills fans to to go away and actually um, and look up and obviously pin and form their own opinion on it. Where can where can our listeners actually find um, find your work and find um, content and obviously find you on the socials? Yeah, so um, my Twitter is at Stewie17 um, and we write for uh, 99 Yards, so it's at 99 Yards on Twitter um, and 99yards.com website. We also have the, the podcast, so we have the, the regular NFL 99 Yards podcast and we also have our podcast that focuses on the draft, so that's Draft Talk, but they're both under the 99 Yards banner, so you'll find that all on wherever you find your podcast, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or whatever, whatever you'd normally go to get a podcast, really. Uh, Stuart, thank you very much for, for taking some tough time out this evening and actually um, and talking uh, talking draft with me. We'll definitely have to get you back on at um, a late date um, to, to discuss more, if, you, if it helps, if you're up for it. Yeah, if uh, if your listeners will have a Dolphins fan back on telling <laughs> who, the Bill, who the Bills should draft, um, I maybe shouldn't have given them some such good ideas. I'll maybe tell you some dreadful players the next time. But yeah, That's no, right. thanks very much for having me. It's been it's been really good to catch up and chat with you guys. Awesome. Have a very good evening. Same to yourself. And we thank you, Stuart, there from 99 Yards for coming on the show. And hope, those Mafia, this has really wet your whistle a little bit in regards to the NFL draft and give you some prospects to relook at as we kick off draft season on the red, white and buffalo blues. So, please do continue to follow, like, share, subscribe, spread the word, spread the love, Bills Mafia in the UK to all your friends, not just in the UK, in the States, across the world. And please follow us at UK underscore Bills, at rwbb underscore podcast on twitter buffalo bills uk on facebook and youtube and also at uk underscore bills on instagram and for me matt it is saying thank you for listening good morning good afternoon good evening thank you for following and subscribing and let's go buffalo bills yeah, not us. you don't know anything about work you know anything about work huh that's who we are bills on three one two three bills.